I'm Andrea Zabo and you're listening to an Elephant Shoe Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Elephant Shoe Podcast. Now I have had COVID the last eight days, I think it was, so my energy levels might be a little bit how you're going. But because I was sort of in that state, I noticed things differently. And one thing I did notice was intuition. Because the cat visited from next door. I'll explain. The cat that normally comes in from the neighbour's yard around 5.30, because he knows I'm in the kitchen, and I do give him a little bit of a, a nibble here and there. The owner said it's fine, don't worry. He approached me and then absolutely froze, turned around and walked out. It was as if he had an innate intuition that this person is sick. Don't go near them. And then it made me start to realise, well, of course animals just instinctively go through life i mean they can't read a book and go oh that person might be contagious so they have to use their intuition they have to actually rely on their feelings and their assessment through their senses of the world around them they can't just use their brain like most humans do it made me start to look at intuition and i was looking at intuition and i i think it's underestimated Okay, I really do. Yet it really has a power to change your life if you really can harness it, you know. So let's look at why developing your intuition is an important life skill. Why not? It's like a natural knowing. And I'm sure we all have it. Usually you can feel danger if it's present. You know, your body does it, not your mind. And there's that innate way that we are built to be protected and guided by this, whatever you want to call it, an infant wisdom or something. You know, you're not stuck in the box of your brain. So I want to talk about intuition today because it really is a form of intelligence that goes beyond the five senses, even though that's the way the information comes in. And, and it's a way of perceiving and understanding things that maybe can't be seen, heard, or measured or thought about you know so I, I think this gut feeling or sixth sense that we all have can be utilized let's look at how we can do that I suppose imagine using it to make decisions based on not only logic but this intuitive feeling Normally we do one or the other, don't we? We think about it and we go, oh no, I really shouldn't do that because last time I did it, it ended up like that. Or we perhaps sometimes get so overwhelmed with the excitement of something and we think, oh no, I, re I, I really need to do that. And then, then we do it and then we find out that that might not have been the best idea. Like all my podcasts, I boil it down to balance. It's the key to all decision making. One way over the scales doesn't work. The other way over the scales doesn't work. Finding that middle road. Let's find out how we can get to that middle road. Look, some people naturally are more in tune with their intuition than others. But everyone can develop the intuition, right? It's like honing in a life skill. You can tap into it. You can tap into your inner wisdom and your guidance and make better decisions, solve problems, maybe even more effectively and find a greater clarity and direction because it's not only your brain telling you. Your brain is limited to what it knows. Your intuition is infinite. We don't even know where it comes from in the big picture. So keeping in mind some key things, okay, when you're looking at tapping into your intuition, it really is a practice. 
And I have to say, I have been practicing tapping into mine for well, well over a decade now, probably yeah, 15, 20 years, because as a creative, when I'm writing a play or writing a song or producing music, it's not my left logical brain that I use and sit in at all times. I need to bring in that right brain intuition. It's that sort of feeling into what I'm doing. So again, balance, either one doesn't work. So just when I'm making life decisions, I, I feel it's important for me. And, and you talk to a lot of people that use their intuition, you know, it gives you a little bit more of an insight and opens up your world. It doesn't come naturally easily. You have to practice your intuition. A lot of the time on the way, when I was practicing, I'd go, okay, is this my intuition or is this just wishful thinking or is this really where I should be going? Or, you know, you, I question my intuition enough to know and work with times that I knew that it was out of balance and I probably shouldn't follow it. I need to do a little bit more left brain logic in that. So again, doing both works. But once you start getting into the practice and you can really start to rely on your intuition you don't second guess yourself now I don't second guess myself now when I'm reading tarot a lot of the time something will come it'll be information from whatever intuitive source it comes through I intuitively hit act on it quickly and I don't edit anymore however that did take many years of practice so pay attention, start noticing, hmm, does this feel right in a situation? Because usually if it doesn't feel right, that's the one thing that we can mostly rely on is if it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. The only time we get a little bit tripped up on that is if we haven't resolved a lot of our past issues, then we might be marred by that influence that's giving us information from that unresolved issue. So if you are a person that works on their staff and does the work, um, that in itself will help you hone in and tune into your intuition because it just makes it a little bit more reliable because there's not something in the way influencing it. So these powerful sources of guidance, you know, coming from your subconscious mind can be very helpful. You've got to tap into it. To do that, you've got to be still. You've got to listen. You've got to receive. You've got to flow with it. You know, it's not so much an active activity, like thinking hard or making lists. It's, it's quite passive. And so if you are a meditator, if someone that chooses to stop and be still through the day is a time where you can receive, that you can listen. So it's important to allow yourself the times to do that. And before creating uh, a piece of work, uh, you might talk to artists, they will say the same thing, that the stillness in that time or just being still enough to receive and allow just gives them that little bit of an edge. It can be challenging to trust your intuition, especially when the process of following it needs to be clarified. So let's look at some practical steps that we can use. Okay, so you've got to give yourself permission to work this way. You've got to acknowledge it. Today, I'm going to feel my way through the day than think my way through the day. Giving yourself a little bit more liberty to slow down, be still, listen, receive and flow. So if you're going to do that, perfect time so give yourself permission to work that way through the day 
tune in do some breath work do some meditation bring your alpha brain waves down make sure that your body is nice and relaxed because if you connect with your body it really gives you a chance to do that so let's do that right now let's just connect now we're going to do this exercise but you can only do it if you're not driving or operating machinery so let's go with that okay so i want you just to align and be present and this is where you can ask for guidance it's an inner question just say okay i need a little bit of guidance today I'd like to experience the day more as a feeling experience than a thinking experience. Just having intent can be a very powerful thing. So it'd be interesting, and I'd love you to comment on the Facebook page, if you like it, Andrea Zabo Australia. If you have listened to the podcast in the thread, just uh, let me know if you went through the day feeling more than thinking. So have faith in that intuition. It's crucial, really, if you want to live a life that's authentic to you. I mean, we can think our way through life, but most of our thoughts are coming from outside influences, from television or magazines or adults or teachers or whatever. It's your authentic self that gives you your own information that's poignant to you. So if you want to create a life for growth, if you're an artist or a musician, actor, writer, clairvoyant, if you want to do manifestation, you know, it's time to tap into. And I am going to be running a manifestation workshop on the 20th of February. So if you want to join me, then start now. Start tuning in to what it is that you would like to see created in your future based on what you feel is authentic to you, not what you think. Because your intuition knows what's best for you, even if you don't always know. And it's important to trust your gut instinct and listen to what it's telling you. We can all look back at our past relationships and go, oh, well, there were more than three red flags. I have to say there was probably about 20 red flags. I felt them as soon as I sat down, but oh, I kept on doubting it, giving the other person the benefit of the doubt so much. Bottom line is it's okay to trust your instincts. You do know what's best for you. You are the only person that knows what's best for you. You may not always be able to see the path ahead, but if you have faith in the process, you practice tuning in and working out when it's actually really accurate or when you're not accurate, usually you'll find your accuracy is at its best when you're most relaxed. And that's, you know, where you can tune in and tap in and, and feel and hear more from your subconscious. It's going to be helpful. But stay true to yourself and don't let anyone else control your life. Only you know what's best for you. So follow your heart, listen to your intuition, and everything can help fall in place. Thanks for listening. Love and light.